stand Weary traveler Searching for the way to go Stranger, heavy hearted Longing for someone you know May you find a light May you find a light May you find a light to guide you
Good evening. We finally have some front row people up here, so I'm very, very excited. Yes. Welcome to a Christmas Eve Eve, a night before a night before to our Carol by Candlelight service. We want to just thank you for being here tonight, and if you're new, we're so thrilled that you could join us two days before Christmas. And there's one thing we just want you to know, please don't rush off after the service. We'd love to get to know you. We're gonna have lots of refreshments and goodies out in the foyer following the service. We'd love to connect and just get to know you better. And that even goes for those of you who've been around for a while as well. So I just wanna turn the night over and why don't I just open us up in prayer and we'll continue. God, I just wanna thank you. We bless you. We bless you for the gift you sent us and your son and he truly is the reason for this season. And tonight, as we reflect in that light, that light that brings us home, may we just, once again, for the first time, or if we haven't heard before, may we be reminded or hear it just acutely that you truly are the greatest gift we could ever receive. May you get all the glory and the honor and your praise. In your name we pray. Amen. into, but in the end, we brought this darkness upon ourselves. It became our home. Living in the dark can do funny things to a man. It turns his heart inward and you begin to wonder if there ever really was a light to begin with. Over the years, we'd try to drive the darkness away, to bring the light back, but I suppose creating light was never really our job. And then one day, something peculiar happened. We woke up to a, a strange glow on the horizon, almost as if a, a great light was approaching. We weren't quite sure if it was real, to tell you the truth, but it was very real indeed. The sun had returned.
And as that great light spilled over the horizon, it cut through that darkness and flooded our hearts with joy. Joy so unspeakable, so unimaginable, that man, beast, and creation alike lifted their voice in song to the one who had returned with the light. A baby in a manger, the hope of the world. There is a light that shines in the darkness, and it seems it took a while to spark it. We waited and prayed for a change of our fate, the past we'd like to part with. If God, the divine artist, gives life. Though stark at first, it's obvious this birth is an ominous threat to death on earth. There was no time for rest at first, but oh, what a night. A holy night for a conquest when God blessed the girl with the hope of the world in her womb, soon to be tested to carry this light to the earth and usher in the wonder of men to preach where darkness lurks, proclaiming joy, peace, and worth to a world so glum. We are so undeserving of this worthiness or grace, yet he comes to establish his kingdom. Jesus, Messiah, comes to fulfill in us his bride somewhat a dominion within our past in our dust with an open heart he can change me but it is his choosing there comes a change within me it's more than choosing to lose some loose change to a stranger on the street the man recognized the way all for our sake the truth stoop as lowly as a manger seem to bring light to the soul, not light to our street or on a tree, detracting to the light that he was to me. He gives you this light so that you can shine. 
not just to illuminate his glory in a gloomy day, but to give you peace divine. This Christmas, on our wish list, let's let hope be the focus, no more coasting. My hope is that the folks will boast in our king with the angels, a host of vocalists, proclaiming Jesus has come. And we must be a reenactment of the magical night, this magical sight of Mary choosing to carry this light. So leisurely we tarry, scared to bear the plight of a love able to change men affright and consider a kit. Oh, to be like them and try with all our might. You see, this, you see the shepherds offering up their presence, not knowing that the one in their presence would present to them the ultimate gift, nullifying the present and the, pa and the past, giving us a future in him. So now is the time to surrender and carry that light to a place that's lacking splendor. Trust me, it's not how costly the gift is, but how much it costs you. With a proper heart, you will find light in the darkness. So don't hide it or leave it alone. Swallow your pride and rely on his light to guide you home. The prophecy about the town of the Messiah. Reading from the Holy Word of God in Micah chapter 5, verse 2. But you, Bethlehem of Ephrathah, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from old, from ancient times. Mary and Joseph received news to journey to Bethlehem, found in Luke chapter 2, verses 1 to 7. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him, and, it was ex and she was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Oh, 
Luke 2, verse 6 and 7. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn.
The shepherds receiving the news. Luke 2, 8 to 20. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward mankind. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found Mary, and Joseph, and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all that they had heard, it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. Yeah. 
came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. On this day, we light all four candles in our Advent wreath, and we are reminded of the expectation, preparation, proclamation, and revelation of his coming. Now we light the Christ candle we rejoice that the promise of God has been fulfilled in the coming of the baby born in a manger. Let's pray. Gracious and mighty King, we celebrate your goodness to us as we join the triumph and joy of Christmas. As your love has been revealed in all of its fullness, we pray that love may abound in our hearts during this special day. Grant us the spirit of Christ that we may live in the fullness of his character every day. In his name we pray. Amen.
shining brightly as the choir of angels sing, singing praise now in the highest at the birth of Christ the King. It's all the light, the shining brightly as the choir of angels sing. Singing praise now in the highest at the birth of Christ the King. Open my eyes, oh heart, believe the wonder of that Christmas night. Be
I kind of know the story of Christmas is because because we get to because God because we get to know how God was born when God was born and then and then we celebrate it do we celebrate it oh yeah we celebrate it well Jesus is born on Christmas so that's what makes it special then we read the Bible. We read the Bible about it. There was Joseph, Mary, and three wise men with angels. An angel came to Mary and told her she was gonna have a baby. The angel's name was Gabriel. Gabriel, the angel, a message to pray. And the angel said to Mary that do not be afraid for you have a child, his name will be Jesus. And Mary was shocked that she was going to give birth to a special person. Mary said yes, 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 all the way is best. And then in Joseph's dream, the angel um, went in his dream and said that you will have a son. His name will be Jesus. And then Joseph went to Mary. Joseph went to Mary's house and told and told what the angel told him. And Mary, Mary said, "I know." It. God was gonna tell everybody in the world, and then they both went to Jerusalem or Bethlehem. I'm not sure which one. And then they went to people's houses, and people say there was no room. Then they went to a farm, I'm not sure what it's called, a farm, and then that's where Jesus, that's where Mary gave birth to baby Jesus. Even when God was born, three people came, Adidas came, and had this with boxes and stuff. They came with all of this, and they wanted to worship Jesus. Bye. Bye. Huh? Eat the dough. Eat the dough. I think. Yes, that's the kind of talent we have around here. <laughs> How many of you are the type of people, it's your temperament, when, when Chris com Christmas comes around, you cannot wait to rip open your presents? Like you're the type of person who's been spending the last couple months looking in closets, and even on a Christmas day, you like hold up the present, you squeeze it, you, you put it on the scale, you weigh it, you shake it, 
you like investigatively report, uh, like investigate whoever's going to get you the present to find out what they're getting you months ahead of time to see if they got it. How many of you are that kind of person? You just can't wait. You probably have actually already opened all the presents and rewrapped them and nobody even knows. Now for those seven or eight of you who might be in the other camp, how many of you are the kind of person who you just like that surprise element? Oh, oh wow, we got a, quite a few. So you're okay with waking up at 11 a.m. on Sunday and you're okay when someone hands you the present, you can just take your time and be methodical. Everyone else is screaming at you, and you can wait to the last second. Wow. So we have a few of you. So we have two types of temperaments in this room tonight, and even if the person beside you is of a completely different temperament, I would suggest that we all have one thing in common. And that thing we have in common is we like to receive gifts, don't we? Yes, yes, that's normal, right? But there's something I don't understand at this time of the year. What I don't understand at this time of the year, all around the world, people are celebrating what? Christmas and they're singing songs, and you go through malls, and we're hearing about Mary and Joseph and the wise men and gold, frankincense, and myrrh, and the baby and Bethlehem and Jerusalem, and we're hearing all this stuff, and we're hearing it over and over again, and we hear about the most amazing gift that you could possibly ever receive. And what I don't get, what I don't understand is that there's some of us who won't receive it. And this is one of the most frustrating things for me at this time of the year, that God is offering you the most amazing gift, the most amazing gift you could possibly get. And all around you, you go through the malls, and you hear these songs. And have you ever listened to some of these songs? You need to slow down. Joy to the world, the, the Lord has come. Or, or you, you drive past certain, and you see these nativity scenes, and what are they doing? They're worshiping and honoring and celebrating baby Jesus. And do we slow down? Do we stop? Do we look at and understand, man, I could receive that today. I could grab that today. And I know that we get caught up in all the stuff. We get caught up in all the busyness. We get caught up in all the family activities, even the services and the singing and the having to buy all the presents and all those things things. And some of us, we know people who have received this gift of Jesus, and they're a little bit wacky, aren't they? We know some people have received this gift of Jesus, and they're just a little bit, they give off these mixed emotions. But I want to try just one last time tonight to see if you'll receive this gift that God is offering you. And I want to remind those of you who have received that gift how incredible it is. 
you've heard so many times tonight from Luke's gospel. Do you know what you've heard? What you heard is that God's Christmas gift to you is Jesus, the forgiver of your sins, the one who brings you this gift of forgiveness. So why don't we receive this free gift? I have have a friend who's a doctor, and he was given this huge grant to actually do research on a disease he had and many family members and his whole family line had. And he was doing incredible research and actually coming and, and, and doing some breakthrough work. And one thing he was allowed to do was invite his family members to be a part of the research groups. He could not get one family member to be a candidate for him. Not one family member at all, even though it may have helped them, it may have saved their lives. They would simply rather live their lives believing and being oblivious to the reality rather than facing the truth that they may die of this disease. And the truth here tonight, if you haven't heard this before, and maybe you haven't realized this, is that we have made mistakes and that we have fallen short. The Bible calls this sin. And we're in need of a sin forgiver. And the sooner you admit it, the sooner that you will receive the most incredible gift of Jesus. God's gift in Jesus. He alone, as we've been talking about, is the light of the world. He alone can free you from this crippling darkness that's in our world. He alone is the only one who lived the life that we all should have lived and died the death we should have died. He alone can forgive you and bring you peace. And that is the point of the Christmas story. That is the point is that Jesus is this gift of forgiveness and he's offering it to you tonight if you'll receive it. But the whole thing is you have to receive it. If someone gives you a gift, you have to receive it. And so the question I have for you tonight is will you receive it? Will you bow your heads with me? Just before I invite the musicians back up and we're going to light all our candles and sing together. If any of you want to receive this gift of Jesus tonight, that gift of forgiveness and peace that he brings, the Bible tells us that whosoever believes in him will not perish. Whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Whosoever, whoever, whenever, the forgiveness of your sins, your errors, your mistakes, the things you've done wrong, God wants to forgive you tonight. And the Bible says that if we believe in him and trust in him, he'll deal with that. And if you want that forgiveness tonight, then on the count of three, I'm gonna ask you to raise your hands. If attitude is an outward expression of an inward feeling, then this is an outward expression of an inward commitment and decision, and it makes it more real. And I want to invite you tonight, if you want to receive that gift of forgiveness, on the count of three, to raise your hands. One, two, three. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. 
Jesus, we just thank you for every hand that went up in this room tonight, that it represents us, eternal soul that is yours forever. And I thank you that we are forgiven, that they are forgiven their past, their present, their future, forgiven completely and totally. We celebrate your free gift. You are beautiful and wonderful and gracious. And we thank you for coming down and being the light. In your precious name, amen.
We want to thank you for being with us tonight as we celebrate the light of the world. We want to invite you to stick around and join us in the foyer for a time of refreshments and celebrating. And may you, this Christmas holiday and season, experience the light of Jesus Christ like you never have before. Go in peace.